0: You're listening to the Gen Z Broadcasting System. Hi, Spots and Cheap Pops! Ladies and gentlemen, this is Silicon One, Steve Allen. Thank you for joining us. we so sorry we have not given you the kind, of content, the kind of content that you are used to here on Hi, Spots and Cheap Pops! The Impaler and myself, we are building an empire. We are launching this thing. This entity of High Spots and cheap Pops will be launched. It will be a creation of the Impaler Ami we've been working on for many years. But now it's time to up our game. We are launching a a website within the next couple weeks. And again, the official launch of HSCP. Again, everything we're doing right now is just kind of getting ready to be a world-class wrestling news organization for you guys. And also give you some fantastic takes that little bit different from what you'll see uh we want to start off talking about raw last night actually what we're going to start our talk off about report from wrestle talk i heard today got to give them a lot of credit i absolutely love wrestle talk i think i absolutely love wrestle talk really do truly do. i think they are easily one of the best news groups out there for professional wrestling just a bunch of really good fans really good-hearted people so little plug to wrestle talk don't always agree with them by any stretch of the imagination but do respect them and, re- and enjoy listening to their stuff, their newscasts, particularly. And I watched it today, and there are reports now and some quotes from Mike Oda and some reports in WWE camp reported by Russell Talk that Nick Khan is the heir apparent to the WWE. Not Triple H, not Stephanie, not even Shane. And apparently Shane has a lot of issues with Triple H, but there is definitely a strain in the relationship of the McMahon family. We don't even know what Shane McMahon is doing in WWE. We know he tried the WWE underground, which was a colossal failure. Um, really, since he came back, shortly... Buster kind of turned off a of Shane McMahon, I think, a little bit during when after the AJ Styles match. That was the last time I remember him being okay. Um, his heel turn was garbage. I mean, can you remember the Braun Strowman feud, people? So. Shane McMahon hasn't been a big part of the WWE for a while. I always thought 20 years ago that Shane was going to be the heir apparent. Now it looks like it's not going to be him. And then it looked like it was going to be Triple H for many years because Triple H obviously took a much larger role in WWE. He took a much larger role, even started his own brand in NXT. And we know what happened. He built a phenomenal, cutting-edge, great yellow and black brand. We know what it is today. We're not going to get into that. That's a whole other ball of wax what they've done in NXT. And I don't have really any emotional investment in it because I never really watched the next day. The Impaler, though, Nick Khan. This guy doesn't know the wrestling. He knows business. He has created record profits for WWE, but he hasn't created more revenue. No, 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 no. And he is really a great businessman, but he's not a great wrestling creator. And there is nobody driving this train now, this creative. Nobody. Vince McMahon doesn't pay attention to details. He's willy-nilly. He's relying a lot on people who just say whatever Vince McMahon does anyway. So if Vince isn't giving them direction or giving them vibes, like Bruce Pritchard doesn't know what the fuck they do. I don't know. I'll be fine. Just do it. Yeah, Vince, it's a great idea. Yeah, Vince, beat all of it. Beat your top baby face, champion. You know, Nick Khan's not going to know these finer points that make the wrestling, that makes professional wrestling great. So if this is the case, if Nick Khan is going to be The heir apparent and run WWE, I am predicting this now, and you can laugh at me all you want, folks. I don't give a fuck. Pardon my language. When Vince McMahon expires, and I don't want that to happen anytime soon, well, I'd like him to expire from his current vocation, but I'd like him to live another 30 years. I love Vince McMahon. He's been a lot. He's done a lot for the business in a positive way. He's done a lot of shitty stuff, too. We know that. But his influence will never be questioned. And if it ever was questioned, then you're really not being honest with yourself or anybody else. Vince McMahon now seems like Nick Khan's going to take over. And that's the position he's in. We know Triple H had a very serious heart event. Not sure why they're being so secretive about it. Was it a stroke? Was it a heart attack? We haven't seen any pictures. I don't know. We don't know. But I don't think it's a coincidence it all started once Vince McMahon putting his dirty little fingers all over the, his NXT brand. And now, Triple H has completely non-existent in NXT. And NXT now is a disaster. An unmitigated disaster. And we saw last night in WWE talking about all these great young athletes. Here's the problem. They don't love professional wrestling. And it's so I don't know. There's so much to talk about here with Nick Khan. In fact, this might be the entire podcast the philosophy of getting great athletes and teaching them how to be professional wrestlers. Well, you're never going to teach them to be professional wrestlers because WWE doesn't teach professional wrestling anymore. They do teach professional wrestling. They teach the basics. They teach you how to bump. They teach you how to do all that. But they are now creating sports entertainers. They are creating a bunch of Braun Strowman, not Braun Strowman. They're creating a bunch of Baron Corbins, Lars Sullivan's, Yeah, you're going to get a Bianca Belair out of there, absolutely. But nine times out of ten, they're not going to get it. They're not going to connect to the the audience. And that is the direction in which Nick Khan wants to take WWE. If that's the direction he wants to take, WWE is going to, I'm telling you, within five years, Tony Khan is going to own that motherfucker. And there's an outside chance. WWE will be exactly what WWE has done to every other brand. And, and for those you WWE fans who are like, "Well, wait a minute, Tony Khan can't buy WWE. The motherfucker is worth four times more than Vince McMahon. And he's going to work, well, I'm sorry. Right now, he's not. Right now, he's about 80% worth what Vince McMahon is. But with his NFL partnerships, with his dad's money, which he'll have access to, their kind of money is something that you can't fathom if you're a regular wrestling fan. Their kind of money makes Vince McMahon look like a fucking popper. They're NFL rich, folks. NFL rich, not professional wrestling rich. There is a gigantic difference. And it's not just rich in funds, it's rich in, in it is rich in partnerships, and Tony Khan has been nothing but respectful and loving towards the, the NFL. He's going to own the Jacksonville Jaguars one day, folks. That's the reality. Tony Khan is gonna be the future owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. There's nothing so when we start thinking about this, Tony Khan's gonna to have the means going to have the will because he's going to want a lot of things that wwe has fucked up the last 10 years to be corrected and he he will have the motivation and he will and he will have the confidence to do so tony khan is not a tony khan is a professional wrestling guy now nick khan is never never has been never will be a pro wrestling guy he's a businessman When was the last businessman who tried to run a great wrestling company? Ted Turner got lucky for a couple of years. NWO. We know what happened, but eventually you need a professional wrestling guy. You can't have some jerk off intern run your company for 10 years. Eventually that jerk off intern who used to get Vern Gagne coffee. He's going to get lucky with the NWO. And I'm not even going to say his name, but he's going to get lucky with the NWO. But once Vince McMahon manned up and figured out how what professional wrestling it was in 1997 things changed the attitude era began stone Cold steve austin rock triple dx that whole thing McMahon figured out the new game and then he took i'll say his name he took eric bischoff's tiny little baby dick out and jerked it off for everyone to see in about 1999 until nothing came out And everybody saw Vince McMahon jerk off Eric Bischoff's little baby dick to the point. He cried his eyes out. That mental breakdown went back and hunted caribou for a couple of months. They went up to bring Vince. WCW winds up bringing Vince Russo. They can't stop. WCW still has immense talent. Great people there. They still couldn't do it because they didn't have real pro wrestling people running that company. Bischoff was never a real pro wrestling guy. And he pretends like he is. He's not. Because what happens, Bishop has this nervous breakdown and goes to goes to Wyoming or Idaho or Utah or any of those other fucking states that people only go for nature, and which is great. I'm gonna live in I'm gonna live in Idaho one day, Davenport, Iowa, Iowa. That's where we're gonna live, right, baby, Iowa. But he went because when his company needed him the most, he turned his back. He didn't have what it takes to keep the company right during tough times. He went and caved like a little bitch. That's who Eric Bischoff is. And ever since he walked home, cried his eyes out to his hot wife, probably got whatever, because they love talking about sex on his fucking t- podcast when he's pushing his burner pills. And I haven't listened to his podcast in over a year, so whatever. But Eric Bischoff choked, and he was never made to go the distance. He was a little bitch. From a mental and emotional standpoint, he couldn't handle it. And if you don't believe me, see what happened in today. See, and more importantly, how about recently? He didn't even get started in SmackDown. They're like, this fucking guy knows no idea what he's doing. Goodbye. How did this guy beat us for two years? How is it possible? And you, and if you think I'm lying, listen to what wrestlers say about Eric Bischoff, unless they made a shitload of money with him. Unless your name's Kevin Nash, Scott Hall, or Hulk Hogan, you're probably going to shit on Bischoff a little bit. So the respect that us wrestling fans have given him needs to be piped down a little bit. Because Eric Bischoff is nothing more than Nick Khan is going to be. They don't love the professional wrestling business. They don't know the professional wrestling business, so they're not going to be able to run a wrestling company for the long term. It's that simple. Eventually, the more skilled and passionate creator is going to buy you out. Vince McMahon did it to everybody. Well, Nick Khan, you are going to have the same fate that Vince McMahon gave Ganya, the same fate that Vince McMahon gave WCCW the same fate that Vince McMahon did to dozens and dozens of other companies that he put out of business. Nick Khan, you are going to be the man who is driving this WWE ship that seemed infallible. You are going to drive it directly in to the iceberg. And then Tony Khan, your namesake, Tony Khan's going to be like, well, actually you'll be fired by then because everyone's going to know you don't know what the fuck you're doing in terms of creating business and in terms of creating professional wrestling. What can save Nick Khan from this is if he finds a professional wrestling guru that knows, w, that knows professional wrestling in 2021 and adapts. That's what Vince did in 1997 when his back was against the wall. Because AEW is just going to get more popular. It's just going to get more stars and more people are going to watch it. And I think we all need to severely temper our expectations. This is a company three years old, folks. Three anniversaries in a couple weeks. Look what WWE is doing in three, after three years of existence. AEW is already superseding that. That's what we should compare w, AEW to. Not WWE with 40 years of loyalty and equity in their brand. AEW is changing the game. The horse is out of the tube. You're not stopping. And Nick Khan, if he is going to be the guy who is in charge of WWE, there is no way they survive with him running the game. Unless he brings in some extraordinary talent as creative. Maybe he puts Bischoff in, or not Bischoff. <laughs> we know Bischoff's a, an absolute waste of space from a wrestling executive standpoint since 19, since he cried his eyes out and went home and cried. I couldn't beat Vince McMahon. It was all a fluke and everyone's gonna know. I hope I have a podcast in several years so I can lie about what really happened and how great I am as a wrestling executive. <laughs> That's what Eric Bischoff was doing in September of 1999. And he's leech, and he is so much so his own podcast is even called 83 Weeks because he's never done anything other than those 83 Weeks. That's all you have, Bischoff. And it's time, it's, and Nick Khan is just like you. And we should stop pretending like these guys know what they're doing and know how to, never knew how to run a real professional wrestling company. Nick Khan is going to have your roster full of Baron Corbin's, roster full of Lars Sullivan's. A roster full of just big athletic people who never gave a fuck. Yeah, there are guys like that that work out. The Rock. The Rock grew up with the business. He understood the business. John Cena, he was a bodybuilder, but he still loved professional wrestling. They don't care if they love professional wrestling. You see how Punk said it when he went off on, on Vince McMahon in one of his promos. He said, what, you're punishing people for liking professional wrestling? WWE doesn't want to associate with professional wrestling. Here's the deal. And at this time, we have to understand... Professional wrestlers, WWE sports entertainment, is just a watered-down pop music version of professional wrestling. They didn't change an entity. They didn't change the game. They just changed how it was presented. They, but WWE Vince McMahon, they had this delusions of grandeur, like they, like, like they created something completely new. You didn't. You just took professional wrestling and elevated it to a level where it never had been before. And goddamn, am I grateful, grateful for that. So grateful for what Vince McMahon has done. That it doesn't change what's happening now. And he's flying in the face and spitting in the face of all the professional wrestling fans if he's going to make Nick Khan the leader. Look, and I'm not the biggest Triple H fan. I think he's a little overrated, too. I, don't, I think NXT was very much benefited from really shitty main roster programming. And so everyone thought it was an alternative. But then AEW came and gave you a real alternative, and it was a lot better. Nick Khan has run the WWE like a great business, but the content has, has had a, might be at an all-time line. It hasn't been this bad for this long in a long time. If ever. So that's my prediction. If Nick Khan takes full control of WWE, Tony Khan will have will buy that company out within five years. Or another big maybe it won't be Tony Khan, but somebody's gonna buy out WWE underneath where they were, because it's not gonna be a valuable entity anymore. Which segues into last night's Monday night raw. <laughs> My dog hates Monday Night Raw, as you can hear. He absolutely despises it if no one heard my dog K. Ash just bark very loudly because he realizes how bad of a show this was, Leslie. It's so bad, folks. Silicon Steve Valley, right in the middle of Silicon Valley, California. We're gonna smoke some of Mother Nature's Finest, because I can't talk about Monday Night Raw. I really can't. I can't talk about Monday Night Raw unless I'm stoned off my ass with mercy. And those potheads who don't know what mercy is, mercy is more sedative. And it tends to let your mind calm a lot more than others. That, and it's an indigo. So I'm smoking this so I feel better. And I don't have an embolism talking about how pathetic that used to be the most powerful and strongest resting program on the planet. And to this day, still the most successful one. How it could be so bad. And I have to be honest. This comes to an expectation. My dumb, idiotic, naive ass hat. An expectation that they were going to do right by Biggie. An expectation that they were going to be do right by him. And I believe he has the, has the personality, the look. He has every box checked to be the our apparent to John Cena. I've been saying it since he won the world championship. Last night, that took a very monster blow into what I expect. If you didn't see Monday Night Raw, folks, Bobby Lashley. Arguably the biggest villain, the biggest imposing villain on WWE Raw, comes out. First of all, he's giving high fives to the fans. So I'm like is Bobby it? because he attacked two heels last week. Is Bobby is Bobby a babyface? And so he might be a tweener now. And unfortunately, they don't have different sections that they come out. So I don't know who heel and a babyface so is. At least AEW tell you, unless you're Brian Danielson. By the way, we're going to go into winners coming in a little bit as well. On our next episode, which will be dropping tomorrow. tomorrow morning, tomorrow morning. And we'll go over through everything I think is happening in AEW. And we're going to talk about Brian Danielson and how he's been coming out of the baby face tunnel. Because Brian Danielson really hasn't been that over. He's been an asshole, but he hasn't been that over top of the heel. He's challenged everybody to a match and then just beat the shit out of him because he doesn't respect Adam Page. So I think the story with that, oh, the story with that is going to be Brian Danielson gaining his respect. I think they could have told that story a little bit better, but we'll get into that in our next episode. But tonight we have Bobby fucking Lashley, who I absolutely love. I, and I love the Hurt Business. I think they're together. And I don't know what's going on. But the Hurt Business came out to help Bobby a couple weeks ago. and Then we haven't seen him since. So I don't know. Your guess is as good as mine. So Bobby Lashley comes out again. He's smacking fives with a couple fans. So he's coming out like a baby face almost. So I'm like, okay. So I think they might be turning a baby face, which, which I think is, they didn't really convey it all that. For that well. But I think Bobby Lashley is a baby face here. I think we're just missing that. And you can't tell because the crowd doesn't know. And you can't tell by the crowd reaction because WWE is clearly pumping fan noise into their building. Watch the show. We're going to get into that later. That's a whole other video. I'm doing a special video just on that. And how they are trying to manufacture crowd reactions. Wow. Like just we're Just the dumbest fucking people on the planet. Their fans are just stupid. They won't notice. They won't notice that it sounds really raucous and loud even though there's no emotion being shared by the crowd there. They won't notice. They're stupid. They're inbreds. If you are an idiot, who don't realize that WWE is treating us like we're idiots, you're you're their target audience, aren't you? Well, I'm here just to set the record straight and hold WWE accountable. I want WWE to succeed. I I keep on telling people, oh, you're just an AEW homer. No, a six-year-old boy and a seven-year-old boy who watched King Kong Bundy flatten Hulk Hogan on Saturday night's main event, crying my eyes out. That was WWE. I love WWE. I want it to be great. Because when WWE is great with all the other things that they do right, when their creative is great, it's the best professional wrestling ever. So I'm not going to go into this spiel right now with the intention of burying WWE just to bury WWE. I mentioned I love Big. And I think he's the one guy that could take the company into the next level. Roman, I don't have confidence as a heel he's going to be able to do. He's been great for a year and a half. WWE is saying he's generating Cena-like numbers. Bullshit bullshit show me the numbers baby I'm just not buying it I'm not buying he's touching John Cena merchandise sales I don't see people wearing his shirts like Cena you saw Cena shit all over the place you go to Walmart there's 20,000 people wearing Cena shirts there's nobody I don't see anybody wearing a fucking Roman Reigns shirt nobody I'm not saying he's not popular I'm sure your typical WWE fan loves him but to suggest what Cena sales a year ago when he wasn't wrestling, it's just the WWE, you can't trust anything that they say. But, anyways, I think Biggie was the guy to take Cena's place. And so John Cena, again, he was a big baby face. He had the charisma. He was willing to, to do a lot of great things for the world consistently, like over the top. Like all the WWE superstars do great things, l- at least most of them. Cena took it to another level. Biggie has that potential and love to give. And he is a perfect guy. And he doesn't mind saying whatever comes to his mind. He doesn't mind making a, being entertaining as fuck. I love Biggie. And, I, and last night to me was a sign. I think I know where they're all going. And this is sad. But here's the reality. After last night's booking, and let's talk about what happened. So Lashley comes out after he decimated all three members of your big triple threat match for your next pay-per-view day one. Seth Rollins, Biggie. Or Seth Rollins, Kevin notes and Biggie absolutely destroyed all three of them last week. So he comes out and complains like I should be in the conversation for the title. What have you? What have you? Good promo, and obviously MVP cut a good promo as well. I thought MVP was great. It was almost like a babyface promo though, folks. That's what I, I think we're just missing the fact Bobby Lash is a babyface now, or not? I don't know. I because I, I can't explain it. Other, other way I can't explain it. why is he high fiving fans and why are. You putting him in, in this situation, Adam Pierce or Sonya Deville, I watched a clip. I didn't watch the actual thing. I, this is a clip. It was announced that, big, that Bobby Lashley would have to beat Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins, and Big E to get put in a fo- fatal foray in day one with the, in the world championship match there with Seth and Kevin Owens and obviously Big E. So you're having a heel? With the odds stacked against him to run the gauntlet at three of your top stars. And then at the end of it, you have your big baby face, the biggest baby face on your show. And I know, look, I know MVP hit him with a cane, but he still, but Biggie loses after Bobby Lashley beats two of your top stars, Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins. Bobby Lashley with some shenanigans, but still beats and pins your champion, Biggie. And I'm like, why the fuck would they beat Big E this way? Why would you make him look like a little bitch? You think they'd ever book Austin like that? Do you think they'd book any baby? I'd never see. This is beyond me. This is fucking beyond me. I'm reading Phil Ashley. You put the stack against him. I was happy when he beat Big E. I was like, good. It serves your life for trying to screw him over. And then I was jogging this morning. And it hit me like a ton of dicks. What's one of the biggest matches? A lot of people were wondering, and this ties directly into Brock Lesnar, and it ties directly into Roman Reigns. A lot of people were saying Lesnar and Roman at WrestleMania. A lot of people didn't want it because they're, they had a really good WrestleMania that match, and they had the big thing with Seth taking the title, but the last WrestleMania main event they had, they were boring chants chanted throughout the match. Brock Lesnar threw his title at Vince McMahon because he was pissed off at the way it went. And he was pissed off at the booking. He was pissed off at the program. That main event was terrible. It was a terrible match, a boring match. It had like 20 spears and 15 F5s and 37 suplexes. And that was pre- and a bunch of bra- brawling. Pretty much it. Saved it was everyone thought Roman was going over clean and Brock Lesnar wound up winning after his fifth F5. I think I literally think it was his fifth F5. It was his fourth or fifth F5. Oh, Jesus Christ. So they might be gun-shy about doing that. And also, honestly, how Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns have been feuding for five years. This is What makes this super awesome and different is Paul Heyman is playing both sides. Paul Heyman's staying with Roman Reigns. It's that simple. We know that because Paul Heyman wants to stay viable and wants to continue his brand and wants to continue performing. So Paul Heyman is going to stay with the guy who's going to be on TV over the next two years or whatever, or three years, however long Roman wants to go. And I think you'll see Paul Heyman turn on Brock Lesnar on day one. Maybe, and knowing WWE, they might say, oh no, one more, there might be some kind of other shenanigans. One more time, let's do it at the Royal Rumble. So they'll get another main event out of this tired fucking feud with a little wrinkle of Paul Heyman, which which is enough for me, to be honest with you. Paul Heyman's gold, so it's okay. But those two together, just those two, fucking pound salt, dude. The reason I'm bringing this is because one of the great legendary fights that everyone always have been talking about is Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar. There's your WrestleMania World Championship main event. I don't know if just it's. I don't want to predict this, but I really think. Bit, Bobby Lashley's winning the title. Or they're going to extend it to Royal Rumble, where you just have Biggie and Bobby Lashley. What might happen is Bobby Lashley wins the championship and then Biggie gets his title shot. They're going to have a one on one match probably at Royal Rumble. Bobby Lashley's walking out of the Royal Rumble with the WWE Championship, and then he's going to face Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. And Biggie, the first person, part of gold, busted his ass. It's been there every fucking week for 12 fucking years, however long it's been. 10 years anyway, 11 years. And a guy who connects with the crowd, just a real, hey, he's everything you want in a champion. And they're going to go back to two guys in their 40s that are... And look, I don't want to shit on Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar. But that match doesn't need a world championship. I hope... Biggie comes out victorious, and then they they present him with a new challenger. But what's the What's the wrestling? If you're if, try to think like Vince McMahon here, what's your What's a better WrestleMania main event? Bobby Lashley, Brock Lesnar, or Biggie and somebody else? Lesnar and Lashley won't need a championship, but they're going to have it. And Biggie is a transitional champion, and that's bullshit, and it pisses me off. But it's honest. Who knows? Maybe WWE will surprise us. Kevin Dunn is pumping in crowd noise because they can't draw emotion from their fans like they used to. They know that. They know that. They're trying to fake it until they make it. Pictures all over the internet are showing that St. Paul was not all about WWE. Half the stadium was blacked out empty and there were patches of emptiness all over the stadium. nobody is going to convince the fan you can talk about your ratings you can talk about how much money they generate you can talk about all it all day you can't generate excitement you can't manufacture excitement and you can't manufacture that shit professional wrestling is based on fanatics who love the genre Casual professional wrestling fans are old people who just don't know how to change the channel. And if that's the audience you're going after WWE that's 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 your that's your bread and butter, let's be honest. The 50 and older crowd is your I mean, let's be honest. Look at the look you want to talk about ratings, look at the demographics. And that's cuz they're big guys, they're bit larger than life characters who Uh, Ah, Clash of the Titans. You know Vince McMahon is going Lashley and Lesnar. That's what's happening. Lashley and Lesnar. And Big E, I don't know what the fuck they're going to do to him. Maybe him and Seth Rollins? Is there anyone else for for Big E to feud with? Unless you make it a triple threat match with Lesnar, Lashley, and Big E, which could happen as well. Which maybe that's what they're going to do, because I don't know what they would do with Big E for for Royal Rumble. I really don't. No clue. There's something really depressing about that last night or this morning when I kind of came to that realization that Biggie's not going to get the opportunity to be John Cena, to be a John Cena type or a Hulk Hogan type. And the the more cynical side of me definitely thinks it's having to do with something that's pretty obvious. Giving somebody that baton that this is you are the guy, you are the one who's going to represent the company from start to finish at all times for years to come. So I hate to say it like that. I really do. And I don't like to bring that up, but I've been watching this company for a long time. I know what you're saying. Well, Bobby Lashley's black. He's not going to be a guy that carries your torch though. He's not going to be a guy. He's going to be a champion. and He's going to be a dominant figure, but he's not going to be a guy that's going to be the face of your company. He never has been. And he never will be. Biggie could have been that. And that's not going to happen now. And that's depressing for me, because I thought he was a real beacon of light. Looks like they're gonna they're gonna bury him. It hasn't happened yet, so I'm still optimistic. But if it happens, folks, Big E, as we know it, that run he was going on, you could try, throw him on the pile of guys who had amazing, a massive amount of potential that was wasted. Here right at the lesson. This is Silicon Steve Alley. I hope you guys enjoyed this please do us a favor hit the sub smash the subscribe button smash it break it down stop hitting the figure for bit. just hit the subscribe button once, actually I'd speed biggie we hardly knew you Here in at the lesson for high spots and cheap pops this is silicon city valley we'll check you guys out tomorrow